0: Pod Save the Queen! Hello
1: and welcome to Pod Save the Queen. This week we're going to be looking back at some of the best fashion moments from 2021 because somehow it is the end of December and another very weird year has passed us. But Obviously, we would normally be joined by our lovely Sarah Bradbury for this event, but she is feeling a bit unwell this week. So we are sending her all all of our love and hoping that she feels better soon. And instead, we have the lovely Scott Wells with us, who is the fashion stylist at OK Magazine. So hi, Scott, welcome to Pod Save the Queen. This is your first time.
0: Yes, my first time.
1: A very exciting year in terms of fashion, and we saw some fantastic looks that I loved. And I know that you have put together as our fashion expert, you have put together a really long list of some beautiful outfits, and I think we spent a bit of time cutting them down, didn't we? Because we had far too many to choose from.
0: Yeah. I think that's the thing, you get carried away and then you're like hold on a minute, you've got about 50 on this list we need to narrow this down a little bit.
1: Exactly, it's one of my like favourite rabbit holes to go down when you're sitting there, and I always remember, as soon as you see a red carpet photo you go, oh, hang on, but think about that red carpet yeah. and it's, yeah, it was a, a good few hours that we spent going through these Disney, which is lovely, but obviously you are the expert in all Things fashion and I am not, however, I am gonna <laughs> jump in here and gate crush the start of the list with my favorite look of the year because we cannot talk about royal fashion in 2021 without talking about the green velvet tuxedo from yeah. Prince William. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> so he laser. wore this exactly. <laughs> so this was for the Earthshot Prize Gala back in October. It was actually a rewear, and um, we first saw it um when he went to a gala for center point back in 2019 however this time it wasn't with a you know a traditional shirt it was wearing well i said this i is that i would call that a turtleneck but yeah. i've in researching there's lots of people said bottleneck and I'm i am very say, confused.
0: i would What's say turtleneck difference? um because i don't really know the difference between them there's a lot of gray area i think in that Okay. <laughs> um, but I genuinely, I agree with you. I think this was such a good look for him. And, I, and we don't normally see this from him. Um, and to, like, the, the, like deep green, the forest green of it. He just looks really dapper and smart, I think.
1: It really did. It's the, the whole look, because the blazer itself was enough of a statement when he wore it mm-hmm. the first time. But there was something with pairing it with that, you know, turtleneck stroke bottleneck sure We you so what was your favorite you know the, the shape of it is quite um is a strong shape isn't it what did you think of that
0: i think um it just really points to i think where men's tailoring is going and men's fashion in general um and it's nice to see again a male figure from the royal family represent this change i think because we obviously normally we're seeing him in a shirt a tie and a navy suit, which is one of his favorites to wear. Um, And to see him change it up with, again, not just the blazer, but also the roll neck, it's representing, I think, the whole way of modern royals, which Kate does so eloquently through her outfits. To see her husband now doing this, it's like, has she even had the Kate effect on her husband? And like, is she bringing him into the 21st century as well?
1: <laughs> that was her her project yeah. when they first met and she finally, you know, got her yeah. got in. And obviously the green as well for the event where it yeah. was the Earthshot Prize, very fitting, which we know they like to do. And there's they always there's always a meaning behind
0: the choice that Kate yeah.
1: wears. So to have this with William as well made complete sense. Yeah, so fantastic definitely. So big fan of that, absolutely loved it. And we are still trying to make, see if we can get Russell in a velvet outfit at some point, <laughs> the velvet blazer uh, the next time he joins them on the red carpet for anything. Right, but now over to you, talk us through your other, what was your next favorite okay. fashion highlight?
0: So my next fashion highlight has to be Kate Middleton at the James Bond No Time to Die premiere. Um, oh, the gold, the
1: gold sequin, the
0: gold sequin cape dress from Jenny Packham. It, oh my God, it was just incredible. And I think with Kate, we've come to know that she can do glam, she can do red carpet, but to see her in this, just completely, I think, took a lot of people's <laughs> breaths away. And yeah, even that there's Nancy, glam,
1: and then there's that. That's like there's a glam, step and up then there's Kate glam, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: But I just think she just knows what to do. And like the silhouette was so flattering. And she actually had the dress slightly altered from the original. Um, so oh, okay. she had the neckline brought up a little bit so that it wasn't as plunging. Um, because, you know, you've got to stick to the royal protocols. kind of going Wait um, till you get the
1: queen's scene of approval. Yes,
0: exactly. But I think just the whole ensemble is such a winning look for her. Um, and it definitely hands down one of, if not potentially the best look of 2021 for me.
1: Um, I think, yeah, I completely agree. And what I was also surprised about, so if, you know, unfortunately I do not get to wear dresses like this in my day-to-day <laughs> life, I think I'd look a bit, get some if a look only. if I walked into the mirror office with this, <laughs> with this outfit on. But she also had statement earrings, which could have potentially looked too much. This is something that if I was wearing a dress like this, you'd think, oh, everything else needs to be very simple yeah. because there's a lot going on. But the earrings really added to it.
0: It's And I think you're so right because normally, again, we see her wearing like dainty pearls or um, something really classic. So to see her hair swept back into the bun that it was and then have those statement chunky gold um, drop earrings going with the gold of the dress, it was just, to me, it just looks really, really modern and really on trend at the moment, I think. And she's always setting trends. And I think this is another one and it shows how you can do it. Which i think is what the public really like is that through kate's style she shows them how to do stuff really easily i think and this is definitely one of those that does that
1: and so this wasn't it wasn't a cheap dress it was uh, it was a net it was on net-a-porter wasn't it for three thousand nine hundred and seventeen pounds yeah. um, and and she so yeah not a cheap one but again if you are go into a james bond red carpet as a royal she's just kind of gone full on out, hasn't she? She's just gone for it. (laughs) And something that lots of fans noticed was, was there a kind of tribute to Princess, did Princess Diana wear something similar previously?
0: Yes. Um, At the View to Kill premiere in 1985, um, Diana wore a metallic gown, which was again, quite similar to this one actually. So I think that's what's nice to see is that Kate does those subtle nods back and you see it done in such a modern way, but you can just always Pick up on those tributes that she does, even if they're so subtle, in all her outfits, there's always something that's given a nod to something else or referring back to something. And yeah, this one was definitely like emulated a Princess Diana dress
1: absolutely loved it the perfect james bond dress the perfect yes. red carpet dress and it was just the photos from that night i remember so clearly because they were in front of they were on the red carpet and they were in front of all the classic cars yeah. weren't there and you obviously had daniel craig there in another velvet bla- blazer. Yes. i remember they went for the pink one didn't it and yeah. um, so yeah it was just the perfect night a perfect night out dress i absolutely love it, loved it, it. Definitely,
0: definitely and it's probably inspired lots of people's like festive dressing as well yeah, 100%. <laughs> lots of better
1: yeah. secrets this year.
0: <laughs> Never too many secrets. Yeah.
1: So, your next one on the list is a very different vibe, isn't it? It's a much more casual thing, but still absolutely beautiful. Talk us yeah. through the, it was from the tour of Scotland.
0: Yes, it was. So, it's when her and Prince William went to see um, a screening of Disney's Cruella um, in May. And she wore a blue trench coat by Holland Cooper, which again isn't a cheap one. Um, it came, Comes out at eight hundred and forty nine pounds. Um, I mean, again, compared to
1: the gold dress bargain. Yes, honestly.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but this, I chose this one because, again, she just nailed dressing to the theme. Like she was on the Royal Tour of Scotland, and she's wearing this gorgeous long blue tartan coat, which was adorned with these gold buttons, the belt, and she to me just looks per- like perfect. Like I remember seeing this because I covered all of the her outfits for the tour. And when this one came out, I was like, this just knocks all the others out of the park. Like, I something about this, it just looks so regal, but so modern. And with the green velvet um, court heels, it just, I couldn't find anything wrong with it. <laughs> like, I was just like, yes, well done, Kate, round of applause. <laughs> yeah.
1: I also loved the, cause with some, with this jacket, it would mm-hmm. have been, I guess, quite tempting to wear a dark dress or skirt. Under it to yeah. not detract, but I love the lighter color that you can just see in this. Um, you know, when she was walking, you can just see that little break of the color with that. Um, kind of, yeah. it's like a tan cream, wasn't it's, it? Yeah,
0: it's like a. It almost reflects the gold of the buttons, I think, on the. Yeah. Cake. Um, and again, she coordinates everything so well. I'm like, how does she do this? Like, <laughs> honestly, I want to take tips from this. <laughs> <laughs> but another thing with Kate is that I think she's come. She's become to be known for her coat style and whenever she wears a coat she just knows the right fit the form, the silhouette she just really knows how to show off that without being or crossing that line of showing it off too much like it just fits her perfectly and again it, it just is so traditional it pays homage to Scotland, it's just yeah a winner for me
1: that's something that I'm always really impressed by. That she manages to do that, you know, going to Scotland and wearing tartan the whole time could look a bit mm-hmm. obvious and a bit thing, but it just doesn't. As you said, because she does it in such a fashionable way, she does it in such a modern way that it really works. And what I noticed about this coat is, in particular, is you know the, the style very much this year and um, or the last couple of years has been for the longer coats that mm-hmm. go down almost yeah. to ankle level. Yeah. Um. And just like little details like that that were reflected in this, this coat,
0: which I think just showed that she is bang on trend. Yeah, and I think that's the thing is that when you do look, like when we was compiling this list, looking back through all of her looks at this year, it coincides with all these other trends that came out. And it's like, was it the Kate effect? Was it that, that triggered it? And everyone just seemed to gravitate towards those same sort of styles. So yeah, 100% she's always on trend for me.
1: So what's up next?
0: Uh, So we're going to move on to Meghan Markle um, at the uh, Salute to Freedom Gala in New York uh, City, where she wore the brilliant Carolina Herrera red dress. Um, I chose this as one of my favourites because obviously there's the whole Megxit issue kind of thing that people talk about. Um, But this, I think, was really symbolic of her and Prince Harry's step forward in their life in America um purely because it broke so many royal protocols from her wearing (laughs) it um, which I'm sure the queen would not be happy about but (laughs) to start off with she had really she had the thin um halter neck straps she had the thigh high split the plunging very plunging neckline and it's just they're the things that normally, like you would never see Kate wearing this or even like Beatrice like Princess Beatrice, Princess Eugenia, you wouldn't even see them wearing that sort of style so I think this was just a very symbolic time for Meghan to wear this Um, and I mean, Harry looked so dapper alongside her as well (laughs) but the pair does almost look like that like a beyonce jay-z kind of power couple vibe going on there they
1: really did you, those you know photos I mean? really stuck out because it's yeah, yeah it's a hugely bright color and the the shape of it was i'll admit i didn't love the top too much um i loved the the skirt of the dress. Mm-hmm. it it's absolutely beautiful i love the color Um, i wasn't as as fond of the top but as you said it just really shows doesn't it it just shows how much they're saying this is our new path. The, you know, yeah. they've had a hugely successful life that they're creating for themselves in America. Yeah. And it was just, this to me looked like the photos, from this this was a celebrity red carpet event 100%. rather than a royal one, which is great and what they want and what they're doing a lot more of. But it was, yeah, those photos were so striking and that just blocked col- colour of that. And it's a really beautiful tone of red, wasn't it? It's was a really rich
0: red. Yeah, and against her skin tone as well, like it just pops even more. And I think, but she does still carry that sense of like regalness about her sophistication but like you said on a a celebrity kind of level not a royal family member kind of level which I think is is quite a nice contrast and we don't really see a lot
1: and I love the shoes as well the red velvet shoes yeah I think the People need more red, red velvet shoes in their lives, I think. Honestly, I don't have any. I'm now
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, um, an absolutely beautiful dress uh, from Megan there big, yes. big fan of that one. Uh, now, moving on, this was one that I actually added to the list. Um, and it was p- looking at Princess Beatrice, actually. It was when she was pregnant. And it was the black and white polka dot pregnancy dress she wore mm-hmm. to Wimbledon with uh, Edo. I just I love the shape of it I thought it was really you know dressing for bumps is always kind of a difficult one and yeah. women take different approaches to it but I thought the detailing across the top of this and mm-hmm. the sleeves were perfect for the occasion and just really nice what did you think of it?
0: I think one it's very traditional for Wimbledon like it's polka- black and white polka dots you can't go wrong with I think polka dots is one of my favorite patterns anyway and I completely agree with you like The puff sleeves, the gathered um, top half of the uh, top with the belt, and then it just goes plain underneath. It almost disguises the bump, but obviously, like you want to celebrate it at the same time. Um, I think it's just a really classy way of doing it, and I think Wimbledon was the perfect opportunity for her to do that. And I actually think as well, Beatrice is quite an underdog when it comes to fashion, royal fashion. Like I think, oh, I completely agree. I I love her clothes, and I'm like. She does classic in such a good way, like and still a modern way. Yeah, and it's like I think again, like going back to Kate, bringing like um, old-fashioned traditions into the twenty-first century. Like Beatrice is definitely one that does that and does it so well.
1: I also think her clothes are more relatable. So that mm. is a dress that I, you know, the coat look that Kate goes for a lot and some of the dresses she wears to Wimbledon, they are still beautiful. Trust me, I would love to wear them. and <laughs> the happen. But, but that dress that Beatrice is wearing, that that's one that I would buy. Yeah, Obviously, I don't know. I'm not sure what the price tag on it, is, So taking that out of the equation, but in terms of the shape of it and the style, that's something that I think I could buy and wear to, um, you know a, well not a wedding because it's white and i all sorts of trouble but perhaps in a different <laughs> colour you know that you know you could wear to a wedding and I think normal people could
0: wear those looks yeah and I think I, th- I did look it up and I think it comes up to it's some self-portrait and it's 345 pounds I believe Um oh, okay but so still,
1: it's still still spenny but
0: it's spenny but I think because of the pattern yeah. and the look it's something you can easily replicate on the high street I think it's Pokalot's uh all year round type patterns I think for me and it's a print that is very flattering and you can get it in so many different sizes and like shapes and scales and all things like that so I think this is a look that can be easily replicated even if it is a polka dot top and a skirt and you just put that belt on just to put it together to recreate it that way I do I completely agree with you with that
1: One of the cutest fashion moments of the year (laughs) (laughs) was Prince George in his first little royal suit, um, which was very cute. So that was when he joined Kate and William for the Euro 2020 England match at Wembley. And yeah, we saw him. They were in watching the game, cheering along. But yeah, in a full full suit which is very cute and there honestly. was lots of chat lots of fans were saying well, he's you know he's a kid why isn't he wearing mm. a football shirt that he apparently is his choice he wanted to match his dad which makes it even cuter yeah but yeah what, what did you think of the, the navy suit and red and blue tie combo
0: i mean honestly it's like a mini me prince william isn't it like, <laughs> <laughs> literally they've just like shrunk one of william's suits in the wash <laughs> <and George. laughs> no i i I love it. I think I cannot wait to see their children grow up even more and take that step into the Royal Roles. I think it's going to be so interesting. Um, and again, like you said, he chose not to wear the football shirt. He wanted to match his dad. And I think it just represents the close bond that they have. Um, because obviously we all know sort of William and Prince Harry's childhood and what happened there. So just, I think to see this close bond that they share and that they have together because I think it was at Prince Harry and Meghan's wedding. They also wore matching um, trousers, tailored trousers from Savile Row. To, and it's that thing of, I think these two people have a very close bond. And I think by him doing this shows that to the world a little bit more. um, As well as obviously looking super dapper, super cute. <laughs> he, just, he just looks so grown up. And again, you are, like, you are like, oh, he's just a child. Like, let him have fun. But again it goes back to royal protocol I think it's that thing of we saw it with um, Prince William and Prince Harry when they were growing up normally at the age of 8 is when they start wearing trousers um, as like a symbol for their next step in their royal life so I think maybe it's Kate and William bringing in that protocol into the 21st century again and having that sort of smart aesthetic for them
1: so we've spoken about quite a lot of Outfits that, oh, let's be honest, unless you, probably our bank accounts aren't going to stretch to, but your next one on your list I love because it's a lot more, well, a bit of a bargain, isn't it?
0: I mean, £16, pounds, come on. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Um, yes, yeah, so it was Kate Middleton's Zara monochrome dress that she wore um, at the University College of London Centre. And she previously wore it in for a visit to Bradford in 2020, and Kate being Kate bought out a classic once again everyone went crazy for it it has unfortunately I think sold out now and it's no longer available on the site but I think maybe on places like eBay you might actually still be able to snap it up you might be able um, to grab one you might be able to get yourself one but again like the silhouette is just so flattering on her and she styles it with a pair of Hugo Boss silver court heels and it's she has, it has the um, pussy bow neckline which she has on a lot of her blouses that she wears. Um, So it's just, it's Kate, it's Kate in a dress. (laughs) Do you know what I mean? It's just so, and it's nice to see her champion in High Street, which she does do a lot with her looks. But I think this was just, I remember when the pictures came out of her getting out of the car and um, I saw it and I immediately was like, oh my God, it's the Zara dress. (laughs)
1: <laughs> and it, and it's like even just, yeah, like yeah.
0: even though it's a high street dress, it's one of those ones that stick in your mind because one, she looks fab, but also she's, she's tramping in the UK high street, which is so nice to see. Because again, with celebrities, you don't really see them do that that much.
1: And the real affordable end of the, you know, we talk about the high street as a whole, but it tends to be the kind of, you know, Oasis or hobs or things that are a yeah. bit more pricey. But this mm-hmm. is very much the kind of dress that most people would you know, have the cash to go out and and buy, which is lovely to see as well. Now, the next one, uh, Scott and I really debated whether or not to include, Mm -hmm. um, because it is Kate's outfit from Prince Philip's funeral. And we we weren't really sure about whether it felt appropriate to put a fashion piece Mm -hmm. in about obviously such a heartbreaking day for the family. However, we both felt it was not so much the outfit, but the the tribute she made within her accessory choices yeah. was so uh important and so moving that we you know we we did want to give it a mention and so we hope that's all right with everyone and and that it doesn't kind of cause any you know offense or anything but yeah so talk us through in particular that beautiful uh the pearl choker
0: oh the choker is one that is one of my 100 one of my favorite um accessories that i see kate wear um it belonged to the Queen. It was given to her by the Japanese government in the 1970s. Um, Kate also wore it before on the 70th wedding anniversary for the Queen and Prince Philip. So automatically it has that sentimental value and it has that symbolism already connected to it. It was also worn by Diana um, for a banquet at Hampton Court Palace in 1982. And it just, for me, Kate does it so... it can come. Across, sometimes it can come across quite cliché, I think, when you see people doing this. But I feel like she does it in such a soft and respectable way. And it wasn't like she was shouting about it kind of thing. Like, it just perfectly accessorised her look. Um, and it was also teamed with uh, Queen Elizabeth's Bahrain pearl drop earrings. And I just think the look itself, it was just so perfect for the day um obviously with it being such a sensitive event i think obviously everyone always does gravitate to what what is kate wearing and all this kind of stuff and i think for that day like we all could just sit there and appreciate and take the look in and yeah. obviously people who know like like myself i knew that choker i know that it has that value to it and it's until afterwards everyone's like oh my god that's a really sweet gesture it and was Kate really thinks,
1: lovely yeah it's been
0: seen to do that on so many occasions as well and i think this was just such a brilliant occasion to do that on
1: and yeah and you know the thought that would have gone into that and you know, I know other members of the family did as well but and it wasn't just wearing something she borrowed from the queen she wore something that was such a happy day for the family their mm-hmm. 70th wedding anniversary and she you know brought that memory to you know a to his funeral and to that celebration of his life, which I thought was was really lovely um, on that day. But now moving on to the Queen's look. So you have this, and it was a very special day, a day we were all very excited about, which was when she returned to the, you know, made her first public appearance Mm -hmm. after five months in March 2021. So when, you know, we first started kind of easing out of, Oh, I've lost track. What was that? Lockdown three? Honestly, we don't know. Exactly. Uh, but at that point. So tell us a bit more about that outfit. Because it was bright, it was beautiful, there were flowers on it, it was the perfect kind of, you know. It was just we're back.
0: Yeah, like, literally, it was like she was saying, like, I'm back, I'm here, here we go. Like, let's get this year uh-huh. running. Um, so yeah, for the she attended um the CWGC Air Force Memorial in Runnymede to mark the century of the Royal Australian Air Force. So naturally, of course, being a member of the Royal Family, she chose to pay tribute through the Australian wattle brooch that she wore, um, which was given to her during her first visit to Australia in 1954. Um, Which again, straight off the bat, I was like, tick, she did it. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But again, like we see her wearing when you think of the queen, you all, always think bright, bold colours. And this one she wore a very spring-inspired lime green dress coat, um, which had the matching hat and it was adorned with orchids and tulips. So she's not only dressing to a spring theme, she's sticking to her bold colours that she likes. And I remember at the point we was at the point she stepped out, I was talking to some colleagues, and we were saying that I think this was just after the Meghan Markle and Prince Harry's Oprah interview. And I just felt like this was a very symbolic message to the world of a hopeful future. Like with all the connotations that come around springtime and the colours itself, I think it just showed that gets, she was ready to just get on with business and tackle with whatever the year was going to come. Um, she previously wore it for her 90th birthday in 2016 and also... Um, for a visit in 2019 to Manor Farm Stables. And I just, yeah, just, she just can never do it wrong. Like I, I love yeah. her so much. I adore her. <laughs> She'll always be one of my favourite royal ladies.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I just think, as you said, it was the perfect look. It was spring. It was bright. Mm-hmm. I just absolutely loved it. And then that hat, I thought, was, you know, the yellow, the bright yellow flowers yeah. against the white. And I think the addition of the, the white, uh, kind of petals, mm-hmm. but you know, onto the green background, I just think made them pop so much. And I thought it was such a, such a lovely look.
0: I think like as well, like obviously people can argue, but I think that she could just never do anything wrong. Like,
1: no, <laughs> she,
0: obviously she always wears her dress coats and the matching hat and that kind of thing. And we're accustomed to like, know that that's what to expect from her, but each time she steps out, she just always brings a smile to your face. Like exactly. I don't know what it is, but you're just like, yeah. Well
1: done. <laughs> and the pictures from that day are still one of some of my favourite from that year yeah. because she just looks so happy to be back. Everyone yeah. was happy to see her, and it was so so lovely. And um, so yeah, we will we'll obviously make sure we include all those on our social so that everyone can have a look and remember that that lovely smile and obviously with the with her traditional black handbag as well which she's had for an awesome time because very very long time queen's outing wouldn't be the same if she didn't have that bag <laughs> so uh, and another queen's look you included uh, as well which was lovely a more a more subtle yeah choice but still beautiful and really kind of you know real fine details
0: yeah, and I think that's why I chose it, was because it was contrasting to what basically what I just said about the we expect her to be in bold colours. And for um, the treatment of the colour outfit, she wore um, a grey, again, dress coat by Angela Kelly with a matching hat. But it had these almost like gold, like lemon sort of shade of um, embroidery on the top half of it around the collar, which was then reflected with her hat the flowers that were used. And then it had these really soft grey feathers coming off of it as well. And then in the picture that we've seen as a ref we see as a reference, the her undergarment dress is reflecting of that as well. There's some white and gold in that. And it's such a cohesive look. And she's then accessorized it with her little black pumps. And then she's accessorized it with her black bag again. And it's just so nice. Like she actually wore it the month previous to that when she opened Parliament um, on her own for the first time. And it's just, it's a different look, but I just think, again, it's just so elegant and regal.
1: I also love the, oh, my hat knowledge is not up to scratch. <laughs> I'm about to make an absolute <laughs> fool of myself. But the hat's more, the kind of brim of the hat is more curved or more yeah. rounded, isn't it? It's not yeah. like a flat... I don't know, help me out here.
0: Stop no, it's not talking like a fedora go. kind of yeah. style. It's like a, yeah, it scoops sort of over a little bit.
1: Yeah. And I think it really highlights because it kind of, it really highlights her hair and, mm-hmm. you know, the, the curls of her, you know, of the hairstyle she's got, which I think is really lovely as well.
0: Yeah, definitely. It's just such a cohesive look. I'm like, yeah. Another and again just one. nice
1: to see all of her and not just the shoulders of a zoom call which Honestly, I
0: <laughs> I think we've all had enough of that. <laughs> yes, <laughs> so to see her exactly. out in <laughs> this and looking amazing and actually getting back to her style that we know her for it's just it was just so refreshing as well I think to see. Exactly. And
1: I think camilla we don't talk about camilla's fashion enough and i think mm-hmm. this year she's really stepped it up i think some of my favorite looks we've had this year have been from camilla um and there was one in particular that you really liked
0: yes yeah, so it was the bruce oldfield silver gray and cream coat um that she wore to the uh, opening of the uk parliament which was accessorized with a philip tracy wide brimmed hat and literally like you said it she has actually had a really good year and like Beatrice is another underdog I think that people overlook Um, and I don't know if if it's because of her age or just because of what but when you actually look at her outfits she knows how to dress she knows what she's doing she means business Um, (laughs) and I think the shoes that she's wearing is from a brand called Soul Bliss which they're great as well she's worn them on so many occasions and they're reasonably affordable as well I think for everyone if they just really nice brand but this outfit in particular like the head to toe white it just looks so crisp it's so clean i mean it just made me think of it's something that i would see kate wear
1: yeah definitely and head to toe white is a that's a bold look that's hard. And not just <laughs> like not just in terms of you know i can't wear white because i'm like a child and i can't if i'm going to uh, eat anything i so. will make a complete mess of it but just generally like from a fashion point to do white is very even if you had the white jacket you'd perhaps imagine a color you know a color dress under it or a hat but the full look is very good but the the effect it had was so striking
0: yeah with white as well you have to be careful because it can obviously wash you out if you are pale skinned anyway um but obviously she's wearing up the tights which again is a royal protocol all women must wear the tights um it's the right length it's just below the knee it just everything about this like there's no collar to the um jacket that she's wearing so it just perfectly just lays on her collarbones and it's got the um it's the queen mother's rock crystal brooch as well which is just very nice i didn't realize that was yeah yeah so and it's just when you actually dissect the look and break it all apart to what it is you're you've got a really stylish outfit there and again it's one i think people can copy from the high street as well
1: brilliant well thank you so much for going through all of those with us i absolutely love chatting back but i'm going to put you completely on the spot now what was your ah. favorite
0: Oh my god, I think just because I love her so much, it has to be Kate And I think it has to be that gold dress from the James Bond premiere It just has to be um...
1: I completely agree, I'd love to give a different answer I know I just, I can't (laughs) I'd love to,
0: but it's there, it's written in the stars
1: (laughs) (laughs) It's perfect, yeah, that was just, oh, it's just such a pretty dress And I find that every time I go back and look at it I've just scrolled up our notes here again to look at it again (laughs) And I just notice a different bit And I've looked at these photos for hours obviously you know wrote so yeah. many stories that night and, yeah you know really analyzed it and I still keep sitting there going oh I didn't notice that you know the kind of details did so
0: she just no. looks like a goddess I think is the brilliant brilliant
1: and fashion wise what are you looking forward to in 2022 are there any looks that you're hoping we might see on the royals for me, because I've put you on the spot completely again, so I'll give you a couple of seconds to talk <laughs> yeah. about it. What I loved about this year is we started seeing Kate in lots more of the block colour suits, mm-hmm. which I absolutely love when she was doing more of the, uh, the, you know, her charity work and she gave several key speeches and she really, you know, was yeah. really power dressing for these events. There was the pink Marks and Spencer suit, which she yeah. wore several times, which mm-hmm. I absolutely love. So that's what I'm hoping we see more of um, as well as more velvet blazers obviously but what about you what are you looking for
0: (laughs) um I think I'm on the same uh vibe as you really I think I'm so excited to see what Kate does with her style because I think this year especially she has really stepped up in her with her looks she's always been known as a, a royal fashion icon always but I think this year has been so special for her I think she's the way that she's changed. And again, through like the use of the suits that she's been wearing and power dressing, she's putting on this really powerful, almost in charge kind of persona and personality. And I think going into next year, I think she's gonna hopefully home in on that more to really represent that she is ready for that next step. She is ready to step up and take on more duties, take on more protocols, take on all these other events basically. and, of course, the glam. I just hope she attends the glam. Can't go wrong <laughs> More with the glam. red
1: carpets. Yes. All the red carpets. <laughs> <laughs> thank you so much for joining us. It's been lovely to chat to you. And thank you so much to all our listeners for tuning in. As always, we'll post all the pictures of the outfits that we've discussed today. Uh, so that'll be on Instagram, at Pod Save. So give us a follow there. And also on Twitter, uh, on the same handle. And let us know your favourite look. We'd love to know which outfits. And if there's many we've missed as well, because there have been so many. Many, obviously, so let us know of any other ones that you think should have made the cut. And until next time,
0: save the queen.